You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Welcome back to the program. It's The Big Show with Russick and Rose. No George Russick today. Uh, off. He'll be back on Monday, though. He's golfing. Lucky guy. Pretty sweet gig. Uh, welcome aboard. My name is Matt Rose. He's Patty Dumas. Final hour of our show. Jeff Merrick is coming up at 10 o'clock as they get you set for the weekend. We'll have Blair and Barker. We'll have Sportsnet today with Logan Gordon getting all the coverage from Locker Cleanout Day at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. But that's not the only thing that's going to be going down at the Saddle Dome today. As tonight, it is the final regular season home game for the Calgary Roughnecks. They're taking on the Las Vegas Desert Dogs for fan appreciation. For the fan appreciation game, over $40,000 in prizes are going to be handed out oh. in the Scotiabank Saddle Dome tonight. How about that? Mike Board, the general manager of the Roughnecks, joins us down on the Alice Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Good morning, Mike. How's it going? Uh, it's going well, gents. Uh, good morning to you guys. Hey, thanks for uh, taking some time. What's the hype level for you tonight? It's fan appreciation game. Man, the, the Dome is always rocking for Roughnecks games. It's a ton of fun as is. But for this one in particular, giving back to the fans on a day where you know you're heading to the postseason, you know you're going to host another game in the postseason, but how big is this one going to be? Uh, I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, our guys have been playing well, and um, you know our crowds have been growing uh, all season long, so uh, we're hoping to have a big, loud crowd again. I know... Uh, the guys love playing in front of the big crowds here, and and uh, gets pretty loud, and and I think that uh, that generates a lot of energy for them, uh, and a lot of energy for the fans themselves. So we're looking forward to uh, you know to a fun uh, to a fun evening tonight. This is a team that can match the franchise record with twelve wins if they get the victory here tonight. Uh, how significant would that be? Uh, you know what? It's significant. I mean, it's one of those things you uh, look to achieve every year. You want to win <laughs> more than you lose, obviously. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I think what uh, has happened this year is is uh, the guys have have you know it's everything's done by committee. The defense, the goaltending is has been outstanding, and our and our offense has been uh, you know different guys stepping up and you know multiple scorers off the front. So. Uh, it's just a really nice blend this year, and and I think that's helped to to build their confidence and uh, and it's it's fun for them to be playing. Um, and you know, knowing we're going to the postseason and hosting a game is is uh, is one of the first goals of the season. So uh, it's exciting, and I think they just want to you know keep the ball rolling, so to speak, and uh, and and head into the playoffs on uh, on a on a good note. This is a team that has seen turnover over the last, you know, couple of seasons here. Obviously, there was the expansion draft. Uh, Dane Doby and Curtis Dixon no longer part of the Calgary Roughnecks. It's a it's a new group in here. And all that being said, you've come out and put together an 11-win season with the regular season finale just on, on the horizon here. Is that just a credit to what Kurt Miloski is able to do as the head coach? Yeah, I think uh, all the coaches, there's... there's... Kurt, uh, you know Bob McMahon, who's a longtime assistant. Mm-hmm. Brian Beasel on the defense, and and uh, Tyler Richard, who helps out with the goalies and the defense. And I, I, they are really a cohesive unit, and they they put together super strong game plans. And you know we we do everything by committee. Uh, those guys are all involved in you know player personnel decisions, how we're going to do things, and who we draft, and everything from who we draft to who we sign as free agents. And 
Um, I think we had a lot of discussions over the summer and, you know, knowing that we, there was an opportunity that we, you know, could lose Curtis Dixon. We uh, shifted things to say, Hey, we're, we're going to be, you know, a defensive team. If we don't have guys who, you know, the big scorers in the lineup, we're going to, we're going to, you know, concentrate on defense in our transition game. And so they, they put in new systems and, uh, and it's worked and the guys are, uh, the guys bought in and, and the coach has done a great job at it. You're taking on the Las Vegas, Las Vegas desert dogs tonight. Uh, they're an expansion team. What was it like going down and playing in Vegas for the first time as an NLL team, uh, a game that you know, eventually the club would lose, but what was it like being able to take that trip down to Las Vegas? Uh, it was interesting. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of activity in Las Vegas. I really? Guess. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think the most, <clears throat> the most interesting thing is when, you know, we, uh, the, the hotel that we stay in um, is kind of connected to the arena, but, um, you walk through the casino to actually get to the arena. So I thought it was kind of interesting to watch guys walk through the uh, casino carrying their bags and, <laughs> and heading to a dressing room. So that was pretty interesting. Um, you know, but uh, it, it's, it's obviously uh, different. And, and uh, you know, we, we all know about Vegas, I guess. So, yeah. um, you know, we joke about, okay, which guy's going to miss his flight or whatever, but uh, everyone was everyone was pretty good. <laughs> everyone made it home. Who was your pick to miss the flight? You don't have to say, but I'd like if you did. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I didn't really have anybody. I think this is a pretty good bunch. Uh, they look after each other. They wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't leave anybody behind, I don't think. So uh, we were pretty good. It was sort of a, it was funny, got the, that actual kind of concept got brought up by uh, I think one of the players in Vancouver uh, when they announced the Las Vegas team and he put it on Twitter and goes okay which who's going to be the first NLL player to miss a flight <laughs> and so it's kind of been a joke around the league. Uh, I want to ask you about Christian Del Bianco he's your goaltender as we chat with Mike Bord he's the general manager of the Calgary Roughnecks they welcome the Las Vegas Desert Dogs to the Dome 7 o'clock tonight it's fan appreciation game they're giving away a ton of prizes today it's going to be a great atmosphere at the Dome but Christian Del Bianco playing career game number 100 pretty significant for a netminder and a guy who's like I remember just covering the team in kind of my infancy of my career and he was one of the big names around the roster like he's been here for quite some time can you just speak to the career that del bianco has put together uh, i think he's uh i think he's building a you know one of the best careers we've seen uh, in a goaltender in our organization and uh, perhaps in the league um you know i know i'm biased because he's on our team but um he has uh like he's grown as a goalie uh, and he's grown as a leader in the room on, you know, on the floor and off the floor. Um, he's, uh, you know, we drafted him when he was 18 years old kind of thing. And uh, it's, it's been interesting to, to watch his growth and he's earned everything he's got. Um, you know, he's got the top save percentage in the league right now, which, which is huge for us. I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's a kind of an old saying, but you know, goaltenders and quarterbacks are, very important to teams, and uh, I think everything we do starts right from uh, from Christian Del Bianco. I personally, I think uh, I think he's having an MVP like season. Going back to the, uh, the 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 fan appreciation game tonight, I I may be biased here, but I think they're the best fans in the in the NLL, and they have been since birth. How like how special is it for those guys to play at a packed arena? Like it's got to give them confidence and and just to just know that hey, we got a lot of support behind us. 
Yeah, actually, you know what? The, the guys talk about it a lot. And when we're, you know, talking to people, you know, other players from other cities, mm-hmm. we're trying to, say, attract them to Calgary. Um, that always comes up in the conversation. You know, like there's, it's it's great for our guys to play in front of big crowds. I mean, our, our crowds right now are, I think we're averaging, you know, close to 12,000 a night, and usually it's a little bit more. And yeah, that's second in the league right now at this point. And um, I, I think it's it, it's a factor. You know, these uh, these guys, you know, play in the summer or, you know, in different leagues. And mm-hmm. it's kind of family and friends at those games, right? So to come into a place like this and, and hear the crowd roar and, and uh, it just, it's it's awesome for them. They, they love it and they... They appreciate the fans, uh, you know, support um, and how loud they are, to be yeah. perfectly honest. I mean, sometimes it's so loud they can't hear themselves. You know, there's a lot of talking and communication going on on the floor. Sometimes they can't hear each other, but <laughs> they uh, they get through that and uh, and are are, uh, are grateful for the fans, for sure. Now, now it is the first year for the Desert Dogs. I know they, they got a big ownership group led by Joe Sy, Wayne Gretzky, Steve Nash, and Dustin Johnson. But how big is it just to have a market like Vegas? It's become a, a crazy sports town in less than a decade. How is it like having that market in the league can do even more possibilities for the future of lacrosse and the National Lacrosse League? Yeah, I think it's very important. Um, you know, when you look at that ownership group, it is, uh, it is pretty impressive. Um, and you know, if we're going to attract and, and expand into other cities, that's a pretty good group to, uh, you know, to be able to help pitch the league and, and, uh, you know, attract other owners of the, you know, of the same stature, um, you know, and being in a city like Vegas, like you say, which is a, a, a big sports town now is, uh, is important. I think they've got lots of room to grow and they've done a really good job of, sort of starting out and, and getting themselves involved in the community there. And, um, you know, they've done a pretty good job putting together a team. I know they're young and, um, you know, uh, an expansion team is is, mm-hmm. uh, is always going to be a little bit slow out of the gate in our league. But, you know, usually the second, third year, they're, they're challengers. Um, so I think, it's, uh, I think it's been really good. And uh, we hope to see more of those uh, type of, types of ownership groups and, you uh, and some more big cities like Las Vegas uh, jump into the league. So just checking it out here, you can still grab a few tickets uh, for tonight's game, and I'm also seeing that it uh, looks like there's a ticket for a Calgary Roughnecks game on May the 6th. I, that would probably be a playoff game. Uh, that are going on sale at 10 a.m. today as well. But what can fans expect if they're heading down to the Dome tonight? Uh, it's, it's a big one against the Desert Dogs as they'll try to match a franchise record for 12 wins. I think uh, I think a lot of excitement. I think uh, you know we had a practice last night, and guys are on the floor right now for a little shoot around this morning. I think they're really focused, and you know they have uh, you know we've made the playoffs, and we know we have a home game as you mentioned on May sixth. But uh, they're not finished their job. They know there's lots of work uh, ahead of themselves. So I think they stay focused and you know play uh, roughneck lacrosse and and uh, enjoy the evening and and uh, have some fun. Uh, I think the fans should do the same. Enjoy the evening and uh, and have some fun and cheer loud. I I heard it was picture day. Are you not getting your picture taken as too? Like general manager, I feel like you should be in the pictures. Uh, we had picture day last week instead. Oh, okay. Like, uh, we got into the dome for late practice last week, so we decided to do it then. And yeah, they're always kind of fun, guys. <laughs> guys have a lot of fun at the picture day, and then uh, we jump in and uh, had a practice afterwards. So yeah, a lot of fun. 
All right. Well, uh, see you at Dutton's after the game, or, or what's the deal there? Yeah, I would say so. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see uh, lots of fans in there, and uh, you know, the guys go up and meet and greet with the uh, with the fans and mingle a little bit. So uh, we'll uh, hopefully be uh, like you say. We'll hopefully we'll have twelve wins under our belt, and uh, everyone will have smiles on their faces. Best of luck the rest of the way, Mike. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Mike. All right, guys, thanks for having me on. There Take you care. go, Mike Bordy's the general manager. Roughnecks, Desert mm-hmm. Dogs, go tonight, 7 o'clock at the Dome. You can still grab tickets. And as yes. I mentioned, tickets for their playoff game against the TBD team. Yeah, we Coming up know. on May the 6th. Uh, tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. today. So uh, you can go mm-hmm. ahead and grab uh, your uh, admission for that. Should we go? I would be down. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I want to go to play if I can't. Brody, oh. Brody, are you free? Oh, yeah. GVP? GVP? Yeah, it's, it's a party. Never been to a lacrosse. Rusty? Oh, oh, crickets. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> lots of fun there. So, Roughnecks tonight. Enjoy it. If you're going down, mm-hmm. have so much fun. I love going to the Rough House. Yes. Uh, but also want to mention this, and we had heard that this had been alluded to by all of the insiders around lately, mm-hmm. but the Pittsburgh Penguins have, in fact, relieved President of Hockey Operations Brian Burke, General Manager Ron Hextall, and Assistant General Manager Chris Pryor of their duties with the Pittsburgh Penguins. That was announced today by Fenway Sports Group. You got your typical grateful for everything that they've brought, yada, yada. Uh, The search for new hockey operations leadership will begin immediately. During the transition, the duties of hockey ops will be shared among the current director of hockey operations, Alex Schall, the AHL affiliate Penguins general manager and manager of hockey operations, Eric Heasley, and hockey operations analyst, Andy Saucier, Head coach Mike Sullivan will also assist during the transition. But mm-hmm. this is just the second time since Sidney Crosby entered the NHL that he will not be playing in the postseason or that the Penguins did not qualify yep. for the postseason because there's some injury stuff in there as well. But the last time was when he made his NHL debut in 05 06. And of course, there was all the talk in the offseason about can they run back the trio of Crosby, Malkin, and Latang? It looked for the longest time like they weren't going to be able to, but then at the 11th hour, mm-hmm. they brought everybody back, and then to have this be the result, I'm sure has been disappointing. The Penguins will miss the playoffs for the first time in 17 years, which ends the longest active playoff streak among teams in North American professional sports. They won yeah. three Stanley Cups. They had four appearances. They had five trips to the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah, changing like, to the guard in Pittsburgh. Like not to say that, like obviously the, this team isn't owned by Mario Lemieux anymore. Not to say that the, the 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 it'll be you know it's not the same, but it's also this is Fenway Sports Group. They 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 are serious serious guys right here. John Henry, Tom Werner, uh, they they don't want to see this again in Pittsburgh. And and I get it. They 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 had to do it. They had to run back Malkin. They had to run back Latang. I understand bringing them back, and it's not on those three because Crosby and Malkin were fine. They all they played all eighty two games this year. Yep, and that that is a rarity for Evgeny Malkin, and it has been rare for Sidney Crosby in his past. Yep, like so this is a lot. The like, goaltending was not great this year. There was always banged up. Whether it was Tristan Jari, Casey DeSmith, they were never healthy there. But this is a team that's also traded a ton of picks. Yep, and a ton of futures. Yep. to keep these guys going. So this is a group that I I don't know if you can like oh, we got to. Retool. It might be. It's going to be have to be a retool on the fly. They're not going to rebuild with Crosby, Malkin, and Latang still on these this 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 team. It's going to be a quick retool here, and Pittsburgh's going to want to be right back into the postseason next year. And it had to be done because Ron Hextall, since he's gotten there, they haven't won a playoff round. 
I haven't won a playoff round since they got there, since Ron Hextall got there. And Brian Burke, we all know Brian Burke's story. What is this, 2004? I think he'll be working in the league. Like, that's the thing. Why should Brian Burke still be working in the league? He's, it, it feels like the game is just eh, past the guy by. It's like, it's so. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think that there's necessarily an issue of Brian Burke kind of moving guys yeah. out and moving guys in and all that type of stuff. This is a team that has a veteran group of players mm-hmm. who, you know, command a pretty penny, right? And. As a result of winning Stanley Cups, yep. you don't get to draft high. No. This isn't a team that has drafted high for the entire time that Crosby and Malkin have been there. You don't get to add that extra help nobody down the way. Sh- ain't nobody frankly, shedding tears for these guys. They haven't had many great drafts. And yep. Is that on Brian Burke or is that on the, the scouting staff? Yep. Is that on the general managers, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that he's a guy that has kind of that commanding presence. And in a certain role, I do think there's going to be a spot for him uh, somewhere in the NHL. This is a team that, you know, Jason Zucker... Uh, is a UFA after the season. Archibald, Denton, Heinen, both UFAs uh, for the forward ranks, as well as Ryan uh, Ryan Paling, Alexander Nylander, and Drew O'Connor are RFAs. Then you look on the blue line, Brian Dumoulin, Dmitry Kulikov, both UFAs, and maybe the most interesting one is Tristan Jari. UFA, good goaltender when healthy, but that's the big yeah. thing, when healthy. We talk about the, the trade that they almost did with the Vancouver Canucks. Yep. Getting JT Miller. Like they were willing to, to part ways with some more picks there <laughs> to get they JT their, Miller. They have their first round pick this year, but they don't have their second rounder. Uh, that was used to get Michael Grandland, and mm. then they missed the playoffs. Uh, they also don't have their third rounder. That was traded away in the Jeff Carter deal. They keep their fourth, though, because they missed the playoffs, I believe. Yeah. They do have their uh, fourth. They have a. Devils third from the Ty Smith, tra- the John Marino Ty Smith trade. Yeah, I don't know. This is an interesting group. The biggest thing I think is going to be goaltending and how you fill out the mm-hmm. bottom six of the roster with guys that can actually help you win games. But a big change in yeah. Pittsburgh. Uh, we continue to wait and see on what's going to happen with the Flames. Uh, 10 15 is when they're going to start media availabilities at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. That'll go until roughly around two o'clock with select players. Today, uh, we've been talking about this on the text line. Um, who would be the most surprising flame who is cleaning out their locker for the last time and why? Everybody's cleaning out their locker. Who's going to be the most surprising flame to clean it out for the very last time? We've had a bunch of great texts about Mackenzie Weger maybe retiring, joining us mm-hmm. in radio, <laughs> um, trading away the Zamboni because it has more skill and speed than Nick Ritchie. Get some picks. Um, there was some backwind ones in there. There's one about Harvey chasing the cup that we liked. <laughs> Uh, the Tanev brothers going to retire and become a tag team WWE championship team. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Coronado's going back to Harvard so he can pack his cab <laughs> because there's no good packing down in Calgary. Uh, but Alex has a couple more, so let's get to those as well. Wayne in Calgary. I think Dan V. Ladder is cleaning out his locker for the last time as a Flames. Darth V. Ladder is going to be stricken down by the Wolf of Wrangler Street. Wolf of Wrangler Street. I like that. The Look Wolf of Wrangler Street. Um, oh, well, yeah. He just mixed, like, Star Wars and Wolf of Wall yeah. Street references, <laughs> which I kind of have a bit of a problem with. Like, it feels like water and oil is there, but uh, I can appreciate it. Sure. All right. That was a good movie reference. We'll write down um, Darth, Darth V. Ladder. Okay. Next one. Dustin in Calgary. Michael Stone. I'd be absolutely stunned. The guy is such a permanent fixture in the locker room, he may as well have a statue. 
Yeah. Listen, it's not Dustin Brown's career. No, no, no. But he still deserves a statue, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, I think we'd all be pretty surprised if uh, he... You know what I would be surprised if? Is if he played anywhere else. Yeah. Would I be surprised if he came back and played in the NHL? Not overly. If it was with the Flames. If he played anywhere else, I'd be kind of taken aback. Yeah, they, yeah, the guy's Calgary through and through. Mm-hmm. has been since his day with the Hitman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really? Then he went to Arizona yeah, for a little, a little sabbatical yeah. and then came back. Came back. <laughs> all right. Um, there's some good ones in there. What'd you like? Oh, uh, I think... Going back to the show. It's got to be the Uyghur one, eh? The Uyghur one? All right, let's play that one. Paul in Tuscany. Uyghur is going to retire early to become a surly, often vacationing, F-list celebrity guest on the fan <laughs> 960. The only problem I have with that is Mackenzie Uyghur would be way higher than an F-list celebrity oh, he's, in he's, Calgary. He's, he's got to be at, uh, an A or B. For, for our sure. for our market, for a. our humble little town, yeah, yeah, I think he'd be an A or a B. Yeah, yeah, I think that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple years more, where he's yep. kind of more established. Yeah, get a little bit more wrap around in the community. Yeah, yep. that type of thing. Um, but I like that because that would be amazing if he was just like, you know what, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. But do you know what I would love to do is join those two bozos every morning <laughs> at five a.m. Yeah. To talk about the team that I I'm no longer playing. Yeah, for. I, I don't know if we can pay his salary. <laughs> What is it, six and a quarter? Yeah, something like I that. I don't know if we can. Uh, there might be all of our salaries. That might be the entire like company. Ten. <laughs> um, but uh, who was that up in Tuscany? Paul in Tuscany. Paul, Paul in Tuscany. Congratulations, Paul. We're going to give you the passes here. Uh, you're off the Speargrass Golf Course. They open up today. A four-pack of tickets uh, going to Paul for his text about Mackenzie Weger, um, following a path that many NHLers do and uh we love them so much for it uh that'll do it for our program today at least pretty much the live portion uh we're gonna replay the jesse uh jason bukla, jason bukla interview just moments chat. uh from now a great chat um not only about the station of the uh, the status of the flames mm-hmm. but also kind of looking ahead to the nhl draft and maybe what the flames could do with that particular pick so enjoy that chat enjoy the weekend pals roughnecks at home wranglers are on the road it's golf season We'll be back, and the playoffs will be starting on Monday. Pitter-patter. Enjoy it, friends. Talk to you on Monday. Bye.